Hey y'all, it's Jenny McGrew and this is the Worship Leaders Collective Podcast. Okay guys, we're back in the studio today and we have an amazing special guest with us that many of you are probably already familiar with. His name is Jake Gosselin and he's from Church Front. Hey Jake. Hey, great to be here. Thanks for having me, Jenny. Oh, I'm so pumped that you're with us today. Uh, we are just living in quite a week, hey? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy yeah. times. Totally unreal. I was talking to an, a woman in our congregation who's not very extroverted and on the phone the other day, she was just like, unreal. And I, I couldn't even believe she's like 74. And for her to use the words unreal was just... Uh, kind of wild because she was just saying, I've never seen anything like this before. And I'm like, I don't think anyone in our time has seen anything like this before. But here we are. And what is so awesome about you being on here today is I think that it's such a great example of so many people in the body of Christ just being like, what can I do to help you? What can I do to help you? You know, we're all in this together. And that really just seems to be the awesome message of hope um, that's really rising from around the world is that we are in this together, you know? Like Mother Teresa um, said, I love one of her quotes. She said, she said, I can't do what you can do and you can't do what I can do, but together we can make something beautiful for God. So here we are together and uh, you have a lot of awesome things that you have been putting out. You have a lot of stuff on the inside of you um, that is really um, can help equip people right now, specifically um, even like big church, obviously, but even small church. And um, I know that many small churches right now are like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? You know, and even big churches on one hand who don't have small groups in the church, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? You know, like you have like both ends where big church has the tech going on. A small church has the community going on. And it's interesting because you're seeing them be able to come together to help each other. But I, my heart really is going out to the smaller churches who aren't online, who haven't been equipped to do tech. And I just think that you could really help give people hope today. So we had talked earlier before this is like, hey, let's just do a podcast together and let's give people hope saying you can do this. There are ways around this. Um, and it's not about making things awesome right now. You know, and that was the message that like Christy Nordoff and I were talking about yesterday. Let's not try to do like if you're a smaller church, let's not we don't have to do what everybody else is doing. I think one of the most important things right now is let's just stay steady. Let's just make our communities feel safe. Let's give them something to watch. Let's give them an experience of who we truly are. We're not trying to be something that we're not. We're not trying to be people that we're not, but let's just continue to be who we are in any way that we um, know how. So I really think that God is using you to be able to help other people do that. So I'm going to give you the floor. And, you know, just top things that come to your heart um, that you think could help people today. Thanks. Along the lines of just giving people some hope, you know, especially for worship leaders, pastors, tech team leaders in smaller churches right now, any churches right now, honestly, um, this this whole pandemic situation is it's a tragedy. Hopefully this is only a once in a lifetime thing any of us ever have to live through. Right. Um, but when it comes to our situation, let's just kind of like kind of look at some of the some of the facts of, of the situation for us church leaders. There has never been a time in history uh, in terms of it being this good for the or the opportunity being there right. technology wise for us to be able to still connect with our congregations um, despite the um, social distancing, quarantine, all that stuff. 
so long as hopefully internet connections stay stay there and we're good to go. Right. Um, and and I, I, I have a hard time seeing why that that would go away anytime soon. But um, just there's such huge opportunity with the tech we have, the tools we have, even including smartphone devices, totally. uh, basic laptops and computers. Um, so fortunately, we can just be thankful to God that like we have this technology in 2020 mm-hmm. to be able to still connect with our congregations despite this tragic pandemic that we're being faced with and how it's just interrupting the the economy, everybody's lifestyles and, and everything. Um, so that's kind of the first thing like we can we can have hope you know in in that gift of technology that we have right now and then i want to also jam quickly too this is another mindset thing on what you just said about you do not need to strive for some sort of top-notch production that you would watch on netflix or right. you see at your at these other larger churches down the road or, or or whatever and what's kind of neat i think i think a lot we're probably going to see some interesting uh, things and shifts in terms of just media production and, and consumption. I I feel like it's this pandemic is is well. What really stood out to me was last night. I was like scrolling through YouTube because that's pretty much the only social channel I waste most of my time on. And um, all of the late night talk show comedians, you know, they're in court. They can't do live shows. Right. So now their show. Is simply them with their cell phones and their AirPods talking to a camera, and it's funny because like Stephen Colbert, John Oliver, these guys are uh, Trevor Noah. They're like turning into to YouTubers with these very low production value um, uh, broadcasts that they're doing. But people love it. Like you look in the comments, and people are like, "Oh my gosh, this is amazing! This is better than when they're in the studio doing all the fancy stuff with lighting and audio." So there is this is kind of like a for YouTubers like myself, like. I don't know. This is like, hey, this is what we've been doing already right. for for a while, and it's actually not as complicated as people think. You just need a good video source and a good audio source, mm-hmm. you know, that people can see and hear you clearly, and that's about it, you know. And I I think we are in the early, very early stages of innovation of what does this look like for us to be the church when we can't meet together in large groups of 10 or more people. Right. And then the other ironic thing is like, when you look at the new Testament, like yep. it, house churches, like yep. I bet the people who are in the house church movement are like, huh, this is entertaining watching everybody scramble to do church. Totally. Uh, like they showed in the new Testament. Right. So not oh, that even, I even, like, I like our big <laughs> gatherings, but I think, you know, the church is, this is not new to the church doing smaller saw, gatherings. I saw something on Wilco the other day. I don't know if it was a meme or something, but it was like small church. This is our time, you know, exactly. and they were all excited, you know, and I just, I just, you know, yeah. I just laughed, you know, because yeah. I think it just really levels the playing field for so many people and be like, you know what, we're all about the same thing. And that's yep. to love the Lord, our God, with all our heart, soul and mind and our neighbors ourselves. Yep. So to kind of map out for for us, like at least the rest of the the conversation and like how I want to unpack this for folks and hopefully just make it less intimidating, all this technology, um, is first we want to talk about just overall online church strategies that are available to you out there, at least from a kind of production and tech standpoint. And then second, I'm going to dive more into like what are some of the, the really accessible cost-effective tools you can start acquiring so that you can at least start creating some higher higher quality content um, for your congregation. Um, you'll be able to also start doing some of the things we typically do, you know, when we're in church on a Sunday, like 
lead worship songs and have lyrics and other video display stuff for our congregation to participate, right? Because there's there's simple concepts, but when you're trying to like make a video and do it in a timely manner, you, you do have to bring some pieces of tech together to like really right. streamline that process, especially if this is going to be the new normal for right. weeks, months, you know, hopefully not more than just a couple months. But um, <laughs> so let's start with strategy and just think through like when you're trying to produce an online broadcast of some sort, mm -hmm. um, we have a couple options. You can do what I would call kind of like your traditional or like your real live stream where like you sit down at a given time, you hit go on your live streaming right. software and you're there live and people yeah. can engage with you and you're, you're also, you're producing the content people watch. Um, and, and you can engage with him, them, you know, through the content or whatever that way as well, whether that's Facebook live, YouTube live, any platform. So that's kind of the traditional live stream. And the, the downside of that is that you don't, there's, there's not a whole lot of room for, uh, well, there's a, there's a lot of room for error, actually. I guess that's the way I want to put it, right? Because yeah. you, it, unless if you have a larger team of people kind of coordinating your your graphics and your sound and all that stuff, it can kind of be intimidating for uh, especially pastors and worship leaders at smaller churches to produce something good when it's like actually a live stream. Um, so that's that, but that's a strategy, right? And the the the, the Benefit to that is that you don't really have to do much pre-production work. Like you, you obviously want to be prepared with whatever you want to say um, or songs you want to sing. But in terms of the tech wise, tech side of things, you just set your camera up and then press go and, and you're live. Right. Um, but like I said, overall, there's a higher chance for things to like go wrong and it's harder to troubleshoot in the moment. Yeah. The next way um, to do kind of an create an online experience for your congregation. This is my preferred way. This is what we're doing at Mission Lakewood Church is to do a simulated live stream right. where, um, and there's even different variations of this, but this is where you're going to, during the week, produce some sort of online worship experience video that uh, for your congregation. And what we're doing right now is our pastor um, is he's filming his sermon video and Ashton, he's one of the guys on our team who's kind of like shoot, filming this video with our pastor. And it's simple. We have, I mean, we have a nice like mirrorless camera and like, mm -hmm. you know, decent little lav mic, all this stuff. It's right. still very affordable for a lot of folks. Um, and they're shooting it on location. They're going to splice together like his sermon, maybe some, a section about uh, announcements, like an intro to the service and a, and a post salute, Right. And then, me, myself, and my wife are going to record our worship sets here in right. my studio. And the, the thing is, this is all being done before Sunday. Yeah. And then we bring it together into one project in our editing software. We create one final video. And then you use the streaming software like Ecamm Live for Mac or vMix for Windows. Um, and then you can, you can bring the video file in and then you hit go live in the streaming software and then you just play back the video file and then right. it's going to show up live on people's feeds. Right. So the benefit of this, obviously people, most people won't, will know like, it's, oh, this isn't actually live, but it still creates a good live experience for the sake of everybody engaging with this piece of content at the same time, right? right. Because these platforms really encourage live videos. And then I actually think it's better than doing a true live stream because you can engage with people in the comments because you're not on camera trying to like produce something, right? right. It's much less stressful. Mm -hmm. uh, you can even do multiple service times if you want. Um, so that's, that's the simulated live stream um, and kind of yeah. the general workflow of that. Right. And we're doing that at our church. What you just said, yeah. we actually did that last night. 
Um, can you say those two platforms again? You said Ecamm? Ecom? Yeah. I want to dive into the tech late, later. Okay. So I'll, okay. I'll kind of unpack good. it because right now Perfect. I just want to help, yep. help people get a vision for the workflow. It. So the, and then the third final workflow idea, and this is probably my least favorite. This is just like do a pre-recording, much like you do, you do for a simulated live stream. And then you can just post the video um, online. You can do a, like a premiere feature. YouTube does like premiering of videos. Facebook um, does premiering of videos. And that kind of gives you a simulated live stream feel. Um, but it's just not as good, I, I think, in my opinion. I, I would rather do like a simulated live stream, use streaming software to actually send it to these platforms. And then here's another idea. And this is something we're, we're going to probably experiment with more is I want to do a hybrid of true live stream and simulated live stream okay. so that we can actually do a true service time and have my pastor come here in our studio. And like at the beginning of the service, we can go live with him, like talking like, Hey guys, welcome to worship this morning. You know, Darwin, uh, this is pastor Darwin here. We're live. And right. like, so there is some true sense of liveness to it. And then for our worship set, we have a video file that we play through the live streaming software. Mm-hmm. And then, because that's all automated, right? Because it's it logistically, especially in our little limited space we have in our studio, yep. like it's hard to do all of it live. So we, you could do a simulated live stream. And again, I haven't tried this myself yet, but I, w- I want to do it in coming weeks where you do this hybrid setup. And then maybe the simple things like your pastor talking or preaching or praying, and maybe you have like a Q&A time or something yeah. like that, or a prayer request time, right? right? I feel like there's so many creative things we right. could do it, with this type of setup. So, or even using not, people from your welcome team that familiar yeah. is that people have, you know, that are really good at it. Totally. Yeah. So, so that's, that's kind of like where, where I think I'm going with our setup for mission Lakewood church. And, um, and I'm excited to see it. So, you know, my YouTube channel, I'll post all the kind of updates on how this all goes here in the yeah, coming, awesome. coming days and weeks, but those are the overall strategies. And I, I really want to encourage churches to probably try some sort of simulated live stream setup because the, the gear and software to do this is very accessible. And that's, that's what I'll move into now in terms of like what sure. the best kind of tools, like a software, it's called the software and hardware stack basically of tools you'll need to make this happen. Um, so let's start with, um, let's start with the video capture. Because <clears throat> when you kind of look at the bigger picture, you want to capture three primary things. You want to capture video, you want to capture audio, and you want to capture your presentation software. Um, like, Pro Presenter, um, which has your lyrics, like a lower right. thirds lyrics, and then also like your sermon slides and stuff like that, right? That's that's kind of a piece that makes it a little bit more complicated, but uh, there, fortunately, there's some really easy solutions out there. Okay. So that's what we want to capture, right? Video, audio, presentation software, and then um, we're going to send all that into a com- computer. Like, this, And we're talking about like budget-friendly yeah, few hundred dollars uh, worth of new gear type of setup, basically, to get this going. So you get your computer, which hopefully you already have a computer at your church or personally <laughs> yeah. that you can use. It could be Mac or Windows. And then um, after you capture all of your video, audio, and presentation stuff in your computer, you're going to bring it together in your streaming software. And then it's going. The streaming software is going to send it online. And then when we get to the internet, we want to have a solid internet connection. Um, we are going to distribute it to multiple channels, ideally simultaneously. And I'll tell you the best software for doing that. Um, Cause so, so those are kind of, that's kind of the big picture, yep. all the moving parts are, that are going on. So let's talk about video capture. Uh, what I recommend is you can, if you don't have a camera already, um, 
you can get any camcorder or mirrorless camera out there that has an HDMI output on it. Um, and what you're going to do is that HDMI output, it's going to come out of the camera with a cable, and then we have to get that signal to your computer. So you have to get a video capture device. My favorite device is the Blackmagic Ultra Studio Mini Recorder. Um, and what I'm going to do here, especially if we're going to share this video-wise um, yeah. in your Facebook group, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and just kind of write these out for, for folks. And then, so the Blackmagic Ultra Studio Mini Recorder, and then we have the, the AJA uh, UTAP um, HDMI USB. So these are, these are alternative uh, solutions. These, you don't have to get both of these. Uh, right now, things are kind of crazy. Like It's like not in stock because everybody's buying this. Right. Um, so these are video capture devices. And then the other thing too... Um, Oh, I already mentioned was the camera, right? And my favorite camera is the Canon Vixia HF 800. You can pick this up for like uh, 200 bucks at, at your local Best Buy. Um, so you're going to have a camera, you're going to have your video capture device, um, and then you're going to go down and then the next step is really just getting the vid video capture device plugged into uh, your computer uh, with, uh, with the USB cable. Um, or Thunderbolt, depending on which which device you get, um, it'll it'll tell you like what the output is. Um, so that's how you get your video feed into your computer. So this guy, like I said, is around two hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. These guys, this is like I don't know, probably another two hundred dollars um, for for one of those video capture devices. So you can get a decent camera setup if you don't already have one for about less than five hundred dollars. And then when it comes to audio capture. You're just going to use your your church's sound console, or um, another option is an audio interface. So a lot of us probably have audio interfaces lying around, like a single channel audio interface um, or a couple channels on it. Really, you just need if you're just trying to capture like a good microphone signal, just get like a, a small like Behringer makes some great um, audio interfaces out there. Just find them on Amazon. Get one that has at least like one XLR input on the front of it um, for like a microphone. Like I'm using this podcasting mic. Yep. You could use so many different mics, but chances are like at least the thing churches have going for them is most of us already have basically the audio capturing system you know, with microphones and our mixing consoles, mm -hmm. uh, especially digital mixing consoles. Now you can just send the audio directly to your computer. Um, if you have an analog mixing console, you're going to have to use an audio interface to get the signal from the, your analog console to your computer. Right. And then uh, next we've got um, the presentation software. So a lot of us um, are already using ProPresenter. So what's awesome, especially this is a good time to upgrade to ProPresenter 7 um, because it's got this really great NDI um, output feature. And what NDI is, is you can have a program like ProPresenter and you can create a screen just like you create screens for your congregation and your church, but you can create a virtual screen. that's like this virtual video output that you're going to send to your streaming software. Um, and you don't need additional... Um, uh, software to make this happen like it just uh, this ndi protocol uh it just works like if, especially if you're running the applications pro presenter and your streaming yeah. software on the same computer um when you turn on an ndi output in pro presenter it's just going to show up within 
uh, Ecamm Live or VMix or whatever streaming software you're using as another video wow. source. Mm-hmm. So super slick. If you're doing it on separate computers, like ProPresenters on another computer, just make sure they're on the same um, local area network on, on your Wi-Fi. Well, you can use Wi-Fi, but there's going to be some lag. Try to get them connected hardwired with Ethernet so there's not okay. going to be any lag between them. And it just it's as simple as that. And like yeah. you can send lower thirds with like no background on top of your video feed. So that's going to be a really efficient way, especially if you're trying to lead some worship songs and you want yeah. to put lyrics of the song on your video. Um, you can still use ProPresenter and just overlay the lyrics and, and voila. Let's say, you know, okay, if you can't do that right now, um, you could, there's other ways, right? You could, you could just create a PDF document with lyrics to songs and tell people, Hey, below the right. link of this video, just download this PDF or go to this webpage where we have lyrics. So there's even other, you know, zero cost ways totally. to get um, that up and running. Um, so that's it. Those are, uh, those are three areas, right. Of, of capture. Um, and then now let's talk about the actual streaming software. So the best options, uh, for Mac is Ecamm Live. It's like a $15 a month streaming software. It can have taken all these video inputs. You can create some cool little presets and settings and really create like a seamless experience there. Um, really easy to operate. Um, and then we've got vMix is the probably the best one for Windows. Um, and you can get started with like the $60 version of it. And it's not, it's, it's just one time fee of $60. Right. Um, so again, very budget friendly uh, price point there. Um, and then you're going to, you know, in those pieces of software, you're going to see your video feed, your audio feed, you're going to see your presentation feeds. You can make all these presets that you can switch to and from, um, to make your production. And the cool thing about these pieces of software is you, you, you got to kind of view them as accomplishing a couple different purposes for you and, and your workflow, depending if you want to do a true live stream or a, um, simulated live stream. If, if you're doing a true live stream, you know, you can bring all your video and audio sources in and then you just press um, record and right. then, or sorry, if you just press stream and then it's, you know, you're streaming to the world. But if you're just wanting an efficient workflow to like record your worship song with lyrics on top of it, you can, you can just hit the record button in the streaming software and it's just going to record that video file for you. So you don't right. have to go live with it. It just, it's an efficient way to like mix all this video together and create okay. kind of an end product. Um, and then you can, like I mentioned earlier, you, if, if you're doing a, a simulated live stream, you can bring those video files into um, Final Cut Pro or iMovie is free for editing it together. Um, Premiere Pro Elements is a great budget-friendly video editing software option. Um, and then you can produce your final video and then bring it back to the streaming software to, for when you actually do your, your real live stream or your simulated live stream. Right. Um, so... The, the last piece, if you want to be able to, to, to stream um, simultaneously to um, YouTube and Facebook at the same time and then any other social platforms, I would say just worry about YouTube and Facebook at this point because that's where everybody's at, um, is you want to get a multi-streaming platform. And the one I recommend is Restream.io. So what this does is it takes your feed from your streaming software and it kind of eases the load on your computer because your computer could send to like multiple destinations from certain streaming software, but it's just not going to perform that great. So it's, this is going to send your streaming software like Ecamm will integrate directly with Restream. It'll send Restream your video feed and then Restream will be like, Hey, where do you want to send this? And then it will, it'll take care of that. It'll send it to YouTube, Facebook, 
um, simultaneously. Wow. And it'll make sure it's a pretty good, reliable feed for your for your viewers. And like um, the stuff works. It's it's amazing how easy it is to, to get this stuff set up. So that's really the final step um, okay. is the restream. And restream is like another $20 a month. So a, yeah. a lot of these apps, like it's like a less than $20 a month subscription or um, you're talking less than a hundred bucks for something for people. If you haven't upgraded to pro, pro, pro presenter seven yet, I think it's like 150 or $200 there. Um, but these tools are just totally worth it. If this is the new normal of what yeah, we have to do to create online it. content, I would say go do it. I know for our church, we rent out a space and it's like, Hey, we, well, we're saving a bunch of money, not having to rent out a space yeah. for the next coming months. Yeah. Uh, so we, we, we can invest into this stuff, mm-hmm. but I know I just went like a thousand miles an hour unpacking all this no, stuff. It was good, uh, though. Does that make sense? Totally makes sense. I was even texting okay. my husband while you were talking and I'm like, this podcast is going to be gold for so many people. <laughs> well, I hope, I hope so. Like, and it's this, I hope it really demystifies right. all these different building blocks. And like, this is what I would, this is my caveat. This is like a, this is the best entry level setup that's cost effective, but you're still going to be able to create some great content for your congregation. And obviously the quality of things does determine like, you know, is a $200 Canon Vixia camcorder going to look as good as the $60,000 cameras that they use at Elevation? Right. No. You got to have some realistic expectations. Elevation. Exactly. Yeah. But I just want to make sure people have realistic expectations about these things of like, if you want to upgrade and improve quality, you can for the camera options here, uh, like what we use in our studios, the the GH5 by the Panasonic. Uh, it's a Panasonic camera, and you know that's going to be around two thousand dollars for a setup with that camera. Or you can get a PTZ Optics USB camera, and this is one that can like it can pan and tilt and move around. I don't know. It's a little bit more overkill, but that's also, you know, $2,000. So if you really want to make some significant upgrades in video quality, you can get a nicer camera, uh, audio quality. Um, you can get some neat stuff there. Gosh, I could go on all day about this stuff, which is why if you're listening and you want to keep learning about this stuff, just, just go to my YouTube channel. I'm like really making a bunch of videos about all these different setup options. So yeah, you're the guy. That's why we asked you. That's why I reached out and, uh, you know, God's really just bringing some awesome innovators and creatives together, like with Worship Innovators Conference. And, uh, you know, we we are all in this together. So whatever we can do to help each other, now is the time to really be jumping in and just saying, what can I do to help you? So yeah. if that was overwhelming for anyone, it's okay. Watch the video. If you're listening to the audio, there will be a video available on our community on our community. Uh, group and Jake was awesome. He just did it step by step. He just wrote it out there in his Google Docs. And, and we I, do, Jenny, we do have an online course that I'd like right. stayed up very that. late this week. And yeah. that really, it's, it, I show you everything we just talked about yeah. here, this whole software and hardware stack. It's, it's a few hours of video of me actually showing you click by click, step by step, how to plug all this stuff in, how to get up, all up and running. So right. uh, just go to churchfront.com. You'll see there's an l- obvious link on there of like, hey, check out the beginner's guide to live streaming for churches. Um, and you'll get up and running uh, there. And then we also have an addition. Um, to the course, like if you want to get uh, access to like coaching with my team so we can help you real time with this setup, right. there'll be an option for that as well there. So That's just go amazing. to churchfront.com for that. Yeah. Jake, thank you so much for being with us today. And even on such short notice, thank you for helping so many people from around the world, not just today, but every day. It's just so evident that you have a heart for the local church. So we bless your home and we bless your family and your church today. And thanks for being with us. 
Thanks so much, Jenny. Bless you too. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to another Worship Leaders Collective podcast. We pray that this episode encourages and inspires you in your journey as a worship leader and follower of Jesus. We also want to invite you to subscribe to our podcast and write a short review as this helps others find us. Don't forget to like us on Facebook and Instagram. And if you aren't a member of our Facebook group yet, we'd love to invite you to be a member of an online community that exists to be a resource to worship leaders from all over the world. If you'd like to know more or get in touch with us, check us out at worshipleaderscollective.com.